Hi, this is Kathy Krueger. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today we are so honored. Our special guest is Rotary International President Gordon McAnally. Well, President Gordon, welcome to Radio Rotary. It's a delight and a pleasure to have you with us today. Well, it's a delight to be able to join you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's our great pleasure. Now, for those who uh, tuned in and may not know what Rotary is, tell folks uh, at home, what what is uh, Rotary International all about? Well, uh, Rotary began back in 1905 with the, the vision of our founder, Paul Harris, to gather professionals together from diverse backgrounds to exchange ideas and to give back to their communities. Since then, we have grown into a global movement. We're a membership organization. We bring together over 1.4 million people of action from around the world, working to tackle the world's most persistent issues. And that is amazing. So yeah, it is amazing. It all started with four people in, in one somebody's office, and now one point four million around the world. How many clubs do we have around the world now? Uh, around the clubs, we, our world, we have uh, over forty six thousand clubs. Wow! And, wow. Uh, so yeah, from four to one point four million. That's that's not a bad increase. Yes. And uh, where are you joining us from today? So I'm joining you today from my home in Scotland, which uh, is just south of Edinburgh, our capital mm-hmm. city. Uh, having a few days here before I uh, embark on my next trip, which uh, will be to uh, to France, actually. So not too far to travel for my next mm-hmm. trip. Well, we'll talk about some of the travels you'll be doing as Rotary International President in just a second. But, you know, every year, the Rotary International President picks a theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon McAnally, what is your theme and what does it mean to you? Well, the, the theme that I've chosen for us to focus on during the next 12 months is create hope in the world. I happen to believe that uh, the world probably needs hope more at the moment than it's needed it for a long, long time. Yes. I think by any standards, we're a disunited world. And to have a united organization like Rotary to bring people together and to to continue doing the good in the world we've been doing for 118 years is where we are at this moment in time. And so Create Hope in the World is a call to action. It's not a statement about what we're already doing. It's a call to action to do something during the next 12 months. And I'm finding a great uh, deal of empathy among Rotarians for that particular call. And and part of your empathy, I believe I was reading, um, you believe in um, taking away the stigma of um, mental health issues. Can you um, explore that with us a little bit? Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to. The I believe that uh, mental health is a very misunderstood part of health. It's just as important as physical health. But I think there has been a certain taboo about mental health. Uh, I think there is a stigma, as you say, associated with mental health. And I think it's time as we enter the new world of uh, post-pandemic world that we get into that space and address these issues and make sure we make a difference for the people who perhaps are suffering from bad mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Rotary International President Gordon McAnally, what you say is so true. One of my earliest jobs uh, as a young lawyer, I represented uh, mental patients in sanity hearings. And mental illness is an illness, folks. It's mm-hmm. no different than my bad hip or your cold. And people don't point the finger of blame if somebody's got an illness outside of mental illness. Uh, but for some reason, they they... they 
are either afraid or con- uh, condemning of people with mental illnesses. And the insidious thing about mental illness, uh, R.I. President Gordon McAnally, is that if, like, my hip hurts, I go to the orthopedist. You know, uh, somebody has a dental problem, they go to somebody, you, you, I understand you are a dental surgeon, correct? Yes. All right. But a mental illness, the, your mind doesn't allow you to think there's anything wrong with you. It, it's, it, it doesn't allow you to, to, to think that you need treatment. So how are you going to go about, going about uh, uh, educating people about mental illness, I I think you've hit the nail on the head when you talk about the importance of educating people about mental illness. And it's about making people realise that it is nothing to be ashamed of. Mm -hmm. It is nothing to hide. And it is something that one has to be open about and has to talk about. Because only by doing that can you you hope to begin to get the treatment and the support that is necessary to improve your well-being and to to make sure that, you know, a general feeling of uh, unwell-being... Mm-hmm. doesn't deteriorate into severe mental illness. Now, you mentioned you're off to France uh, not too long after our interview here, and uh, Rotary International presidents are known to travel the world and visit Rotarians all over the world, with the exception of our president, uh, who uh, was stuck at home during COVID. Where are some of the places that uh, you're going to be visiting, and what do you hope to accomplish there? Well, I, I see my main mission in traveling is to be able to interact with the Rotarians around the world, the members of Rotary around the world, and say thank you to them, because ah. they do a great deal of good. I'm under no illusions. The work isn't done in my uh, office on the 18th floor of one Rotary Centre in Evanston, Illinois. <laughs> it's done in each of the 46,000 clubs around the world. And so one of my main jobs is to go around and say thank you to people, to seek out opportunities for Rotary in other parts of the world. And I well, believe on on average a president goes to around about a hundred countries, but it's, wow. it's, not a, it's not a competition. I'm not setting out to go to more countries than the president did last year or <laughs> three years ago or four years ago. It, it it really is an opportunity to interact with people and say thank you. And will we have the pleasure of welcoming you to the United States? I well, I uh, I'll be in the United States uh, by the fourth of August. Oh, very good. In Seattle on the fourth of August, but only for twenty four hours because the following day I'm due in Victoria and British Columbia. So mm-hmm. uh, uh. living out of a suitcase. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, if you get to the Hudson Valley, you know, be sure to come and join us at our at our club meetings here in the Hudson Valley, and we're going to find out more about the great work of Rotary from Rotary International President Gordon McAnally right after Kathy Kruger tells us who sponsors Radio Rotary this week. Well, we are sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, the Mark Foundation, Norman Staffing, Hudson River Housing, and the Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Ramapo Valley, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, Suffern, Walco, East Wappinger Falls, Warwick Valley, and the Rotary Club of District 7210. We'll be back with more Radio Rotary right after these important messages, so stay tuned. Are there wedding bells in your future? Hi, this is Rotarian Cindy Kish. Hunt and Harvest is a full-service catering company covering the Hudson Valley, Connecticut, the Berkshires, New York City, and beyond. Although we specialize in wedding celebrations, we are also available for all of your special occasions. We recently opened Hunt and Harvest Provisions, a place where you can purchase our handmade products, prepared meals, and desserts, as well as specialty grocery items. We are conveniently located in the village of Millbrook at 18 Washington Avenue. Contact us today at Provision provisions.hunt.harvest at gmail.com. That's provisions.hunt.harvest at gmail.com. 
Hi, I'm Meg Mullins from the Mark Foundation. We raise funds from donations and from events such as our annual luncheon, bowling tournament, and memorial golf outings. We give the money to programs that champion prevention of and recovery from substance misuse. Among our projects are scholarships for therapists, transitions from community housing, and the Duchess Overdose Awareness Memorial. Visit our website at mark-foundation.org to learn more or to make a donation. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Hi, this is Tony Marmo from Norman Staffing, and we've been bringing together employers and job seekers since 1980. If you're an employer and have job vacancies, let Norman Staffing help fill them with permanent or temporary workers. We screen, interview, and recommend the best candidates for your company. We make the employment process easier and faster for you. Please call Norman Staffing for your employment needs at 338-9111 or normanstaffing.com. Salisbury Bank is your friendly hometown bank with 14 branches throughout the tri-state area. Salisbury Bank offers personal and business banking, mortgages, and commercial loans. Salisbury Bank is your local community bank with local decision-making and high service. Your local bank for all of your local needs. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, because where you bank matters. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Trebowasser. With me is my co-host and producer, the fabulous Kathy Kruger. And she has booked a fabulous guest for us today. Kathy, introduce our guest. Uh, Jonah, we are so lucky and we are just honored to have Rotary International President Gordon McAnally as our guest. And he is coming to us via Zoom. And I guess um, I should ask you, because uh, I think you're a real big fan of Zoom, um, aren't you, uh, President McAnally? Because you think Zoom actually brings us closer to world peace, from what I've read in your bio, um, with uh, with our younger members especially. Um, is that not true? <laughs> well, certainly I'm a great believer in virtual connectivity. There you and go. I know that other products are available beyond just Zoom, but uh, Zoom happens to be the, the platform that we use most. And uh, we're, we're using Zoom at the moment just to, to prove that we are an international organization. Yes. And it's, it's so easy to connect with people in different parts of the world. Just this morning, I was speaking to somebody in Australia. Uh, I was here and they were there and uh, we were having a good conversation. And what we're encouraging people to do during the incoming Rotary year is to conduct virtual exchanges. There you um, go. Exchanges that allow people to, to get to know each other. Because I'm a great believer that uh, a lot of the conflict in the world comes from ignorance of each other's surroundings, ignorance of each other's cultures. And I think if we can encourage especially the young people to understand different cultures and to respect each other, then we will have a much better chance of promoting peace. Mm -hmm. I'm a great believer in building peace from the ground level up. It's not about stopping wars. It's about stopping wars from starting. There you and go. There's a diff difference between these two things. Excellent idea. And that comes in with your uh, theme for the year, which again is? Is create hope for the world. Right, yes. uh, right. A world that needs hope. Right. Now, one of the things... One of the things that Rotarians create hope about, and it confuses some people in America and Canada, is our conquest of polio. Uh, they, they say to me as a Rotarian, if they're not Rotarians, 
why do you have these drives about polio? Polio was a thing of the past. It was eradicated in the United States and Canada and other uh, countries with the miracles of the Salk and Sabin vaccines. So why is Rotary half a century later still involved with polio eradication? Well, sadly, although polio has been eradicated in North America and it's also long eradicated in, in Europe, where I'm coming from, um, it is still endemic in two countries in the world. We still see polio in Afghanistan and we also see it in Pakistan. We see it in hugely reduced numbers from when Rotary got involved in this campaign for the first time back in the, the late 1980s. Mm-hmm. But it's still there. And as long as it's there, we have the possibility of it springing up in other places. Only in the last 12 months, we've seen isolated cases in New York City, in London, England, in Israel. And Mm -hmm. so it's so important that we recognize the the fact that, you know, technically it's only a plane ride away. If somebody suffering from an infection gets on a plane and comes to the U.S., they could bring the virus with them. So that's why we have to complete this job and we have to continue to be laser-focused on the eradication of polio. And it's not just writing checks. We have uh, teams of Rotarians going into these countries and administering the polio uh, vaccine by uh, drops in the tongue. Is that correct? Absolutely. We carry out national immunization days. I've participated in them in the past. I know a lot of Rotarians from all around the world have participated in them. And that's such an important part of what we do. We mobilize people to go and do these things. Uh, And as you say, not just about raising money, it's about making sure that the vaccine is delivered. Mm-hmm. Now, our listeners love to know a little bit about our guests. Uh, Gordon McAnally, uh, you're in Scotland, uh, coming to us via Zoom from Scotland. Uh, how'd you get involved in Rotary? Well, very simply, I, I was uh, 26 years of age yes, at the time. Yes, you were very young. <laughs> long, time ago, long time ago now, nearly 40 years ago. And uh, my wife, Heather, and I had moved into a, a new part of town, and we didn't know a whole lot of people, and we got friendly with somebody who invited us along to a couple of Rotary Club social events, subsequently invited me along to the Rotary Club as a guest once or twice, and then asked if I could join. But it was the best decision, well, probably the second best decision I ever made in my life. Right, just, in case, wife, the, just right. in case the missus is listening to the right. show. In case, in case my wife <laughs> listens to this. But, uh, but it was a great opportunity because I'd, I'd always been brought up to care for people. I think my parents instilled that in me and in my, my late brother. We've tried to instill it in our children as well. But it gave me an opportunity to make a difference in other parts of the world that I could never have done working in isolation. And uh, 40 years later, almost 40 years later, I've no regrets. And I still haven't been able to give back to Rotary what Rotary has given me because it's uh. given me a whole lot of personal development skills as well. And what club do you belong to and where where and when does it meet? So I belong to the Rotary Club of South Queensferry, which mm-hmm. is just outside of Edinburgh in Scotland. And it meets every Thursday evening at uh, seven o'clock. Sadly, I don't get along there very often just now. So right. I hope they'll well. have me back <laughs> once from now when I do mid office. I'm sure you have a lot of makeup meetings that you, uh, <laughs> you're good for. And Kathy wants to know. How is the food? <laughs> well, actually, at the moment, the food is remarkably good. But I do know I do know that food is a very major talking point in most Rotary clubs. <laughs> yes. Um, that, that's universal. That's universal. Food over the years has been up and it's been down. But at the moment, the food is very good. We meet in a very, very nice place and uh, it, they look after us very well. 
<laughs> you know, Radio Rotary is heard around the world by podcast, but if you're not in Gordon's neighborhood in, in Scotland and want to join the fun, the food, and the fellowship of Rotary, be of service to your fellow uh, uh, neighbors, go to rotary.org, R-O-T-A-R-Y.org, click on the club locator button, type in your hometown and where and find out where your local Rotary Club meets, and join us for service above self and meet great people like Rotary International President Gordon McAnally. Now, uh, in the minute we have left, Gordon... Um, Let's talk about another special project that Rotary is involved in. Again, along the lines of your uh, theme of, bring, of bringing hope, and that's Shelterbox. Explain to people what Shelterbox is all about. Well, Shelterbox is a wonderful project out of Cornwall in England. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a project that started almost 20 years ago, over 20 years ago now. So I've, I've known of it since its early days. And essentially, it's a disaster relief project that were disaster strikes a country, be it earthquake or be it flooding or or even in sadly in this last little while, be it wars, Shelterbox can step in and provide housing, temporary housing or temporary accommodation for people, provide the sort of necessities that people need to, to carry on living while they begin to rebuild their lives following these disasters. And Rota has been partnered with Shelterbox now for a number of years recognizing that we both bring something to the table and uh, we have had some great examples of where Shelterbox has been among the first responders into areas uh, into Haiti, into the Syrian earthquake just in February, the earthquake that struck Turkey and Syria Yes. and of course we've also been involved in the relief effort with Shelterbox for the refugees of the Ukrainian conflict. Mm-hmm. And we're going to find more about uh, the great work of Rotary, uh, led by our terrific Rotary International President, Gordon McAnally, right after these messages, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Beth Jones of Third Eye Associates Limited, providing life planning, financial transition planning, and wealth management strategies to help you integrate your life and your money. We are a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in New York City, Washington, D.C., and Red Hook, New York. Contact us to see how you can put Third Eye to work for you. ThirdEyeAssociates.com or call us at 845-752-2216. Hi, I'm Krista Hines, Executive Director of Hudson River Housing, a local nonprofit dedicated to helping communities in the Mid-Hudson Valley thrive. We believe that everyone deserves the opportunity to live in safe and affordable housing. No matter what your house concern may be, you can count on us for assistance. Maybe you're looking to buy your first home and don't know where to start, or possibly seeking an affordable apartment to rent for you and your family. Or perhaps you found yourself in need of safe and supportive shelter with a compassionate team committed to helping you overcome the challenges of homelessness. We're here to help every step of the way. Please visit us online at HudsonRiverHousing.org or call us today at 845-454-5176. Again, that number, 845-454-5176. You're listening to 92.9 and 96.5 WBPM. And there's more of this week's Radio Rotary Show coming up. Don't let mental health stigma keep you from living your best life. This is Andrew O'Grady from MHA of Dutchess County, and there is help. Did you know that 25% of the population deal with anxiety or depression? That's a lot of people. You're not alone. If you have the flu, you would call your doctor. Let's start doing the same when it comes to your mental health. It's time to get on the path to mental wellness. Contact Mental Health America of Dutchess County at 845-473-2500. Let us help you live your best life. 
They smile when they feel everything is going wrong. They say I'm busy when having a mental breakdown. They make others laugh when they're feeling anxiety. They work hard and uphold their responsibilities every day in public, but they collapse into depression when they get home. They always care for others because they know what it's like to struggle and suffer in silence. People don't fake mental illness. They fake being okay. And their biggest fear is being a burden on others. If someone does reach out, don't dismiss their need for attention. It's because they really need support. And if you're coping with mental illness, please recognize that help is available. Get online and find the right support for you. Welcome back to Radio Rotary. This is Jonah Blosser, and of course, I'm joined as I am every week by our co-host and producer, Kathy Kruger, and she's going to tell us who else is joining us today all the way from Scotland. Kathy, take it away. Oh, Jonah, again, we, we're having such a great discussion with our Rotary International President, Gordon McAnally, and he is telling us what he has planned for his year as president, and we're just having a great discussion. And Gordon's going to tell us how how to view Rotary now. It's, it's, it's new, it's changing, and, and it's improving. It's improving. Right. It's not the old, it's not your father's rotary where it was a bunch of old guys like me smoking cigars, drinking brandy, <laughs> and thinking of ways to, you know, help the community. That part is still around. Gordon, take it away. Tell us yeah. about the, today's rotary. Well, I think the fact is that today's rotary is is possibly different from what people might perceive rotary to be. And, and we are, we use this expression, we are people of action. Action. And yeah. that is exactly what we are. We are a membership organization that delivers service. Service to our local communities, service to our national communities, and service to our international communities. And we do that by gathering groups of people together in rotary clubs that become friends. And it's always better to, to work with your friends than to work with people you don't know. So we bring them together as friends. But whereas the traditional rotary club may have met once a week for lunch in a country club, now we have rotary clubs that meet once every two weeks in a coffee shop on a Saturday morning. We have clubs that meet online, exclusively online. We have e-clubs. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just so good to have those different opportunities for people to engage with Rotary in the way that they want to. We're not telling people how to engage with us. We're encouraging people to come and engage with us on their own terms. If they want to go to lunch, that's great. But if they want to do it in a slightly different manner, that's great too. Because ultimately, it's about being people of action. And, and when you talk about people of action... I, I I see our Rotary Club changing. We have so many um, members that, yeah, meetings are great, but they want to get out and really just want to do service projects. They they don't want to sit and talk about the service project. They want to do the service project. <laughs> Absolutely. There has to be a certain amount of talking to plan them. Right. But that, that can be done very quickly, and it doesn't always have to be done at the same time every week over a meal. Yes. So the important thing is to be out there doing the service. And as I travel around and as I, I see online, the amount of service that is being done is just fantastic. Mm -hmm. But I always come back to the fact that we have 1.4 million members. We're delivering all that service. Just think how much service we could deliver if we had 1.8 million members. Mm -hmm. 2 million members. And so that's why I would encourage anybody who's listening today who perhaps as yet hasn't found a Rotary Club to be a member of, if you're interested in doing some good in your community, if you're interested in doing some good in the world, then seek out your local Rotary Club and find out whether or not that might be an opportunity for you to, to do that sort of thing. And the way to do that is go to rotary.org 
That's R-O-T-A-R-Y.org. Click on the club locator button, time for your hometown. Find out where your local Rotary Club meets. Joins us for the fun, the food, and the fellowship, and get to meet great people like Rotary International President Gordon McAnally. Now, Rotary has a very big commitment to youth. We have our Interact Clubs, our Rotaract Clubs. We have Youth Exchange. Gordon, tell us about those programs. Well, Interact for teenagers in high school, uh, Rotaract for 18-year-olds and beyond. These are all part of Rotary. They are all an important part of the the Rotary family. And uh, I'm a great believer that deep down, as human beings, we all want to care. We want to care for one another. We want to care for our families. We want to care for our friends. And these different groupings are great ways to be able to do that among the sort of people that you enjoy engaging with. And so Interact at High School is a great project that allows these youngsters to develop a sense of community spirit and then to develop a sense of community service. And then ultimately, we would hope that they would remain part of our Rotary family and, and become Rotaractors and members of Rotary clubs through time. And it's the same with our Rotaractors. Our, our Rotaractors are a fantastic group of people. They've got such energy, such ideas. We, we, we talk about Rotaractors as being the future of Rotary, but I, I think Rotaractors are the present of Rotary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. I'm learning so much by engaging with Rotaractors that uh, they they really have so much to bring to this organization. And Youth Exchange, I think, is the crown jewel of Rotary. Yes, where, yes. Uh, we bring uh, students into our countries. We send students out of our countries. High school students. Uh, our club has had Youth Exchange students for decades. And the important part is part of uh, the commitment, Rotary's commitment to world peace is that these people become the leaders of the future. And when they go back to the home and somebody says, well, you know, Americans are this and uh, Scots are this and Brits are this, you say, no, no, no. I sat, I lived with them. I broke bread with them. They're just like you and me. They're all people. Um, have, has your club uh, get involved in youth exchange, Gordon? We have been over the years. We're not so involved in youth exchange just now, but part of that is because of the educational system here in Scotland and bringing youngsters in to do a year's mm-hmm. education at a certain time. It doesn't always synchronise with their uh, educational pathway in other countries. But you're absolutely right about the value of youth exchange to these individuals. But I would go beyond that and say the value of these exchanges to the families that they go and live with. Mm-hmm. Because if you have somebody coming from another country living with your family for a year, you're going to learn a lot about that country as well. And similarly, if you go to uh, the, the, the the family that sends somebody away. So I just think there's so much value. And you're absolutely right when you talk about it as one of the jewels in our crown. And I'm so excited that, you know, after COVID and after it having to be locked down for a couple of years, we're now seeing it start again. I, I was in Australia recently and met some wonderful youth exchange students. I was in India in April mm-hmm. and met some wonderful youth exchange students, one from the US, incidentally, from Minnesota. Ah. And she was having the most wonderful time in India and had absorbed so much of the culture. And I could just see her taking that back. But also the family she was staying with had absorbed some of the US culture, which is no bad thing in terms of making us realize that deep down we're all the same people. And then again, peace and understanding again. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, Rotary International President Gordon McAnally, we have about a minute or two left. Tell us about some of the major initiatives you hope to uh, bring to Rotary and during your year as you travel around the world. 
Well, the, one of the major issues that we want to continue to be focused on is, of course, the, the polio story, the eradication of polio. There is every hope that during the next 12 months we will see the final case of wild polio virus infection, and that's a, a, a mission we have been on for a long number of years. We also want to continue to empower women and girls by yes. unlocking the potential within them. Uh, that's something we've been doing for many years, but a couple of years ago, one of my predecessors brought it together and gave it a title. And it's important that we continue to do that, recognising the importance of women and girls to our future. And we have the new focus on mental health. Mm -hmm. We've been working in that space for a while, but we're going to have a particular focus on that where we're going to work hard to remove the taboo, remove the stigma, to help people find pathways to treatment should they need it, and then to support them through their treatment should they require it. And, you know, that applies to Rotary as well as outside of Rotary. There's a lot of people in Rotary suffer from poor mental health. Oh, yeah. and I think we can offer them support. So, Gordon McAnally, in a few seconds we have left, tell everyone why it's great to be a Rotarian and have them tell them to join their Rotary clubs. Well, I just think it's great to be a Rotarian because it gives you an opportunity to help other people. It's as simple as that. And if you want to help other people, if you want to do good in the world, if you want to create hope in the world, then seek out a local Rotary club that suits you, join it, and become part of this great movement. Gordon McAnally, thank you so much for everything you're doing yes, to assure world peace and a better world through Rotary during your year as Rotary International President. And thank you for joining us today on Radio Rotary. My pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity. Uh, thank you, you for everything you're doing. And uh, Kathy, who do we have to thank for, for sponsoring Radio Rotary this week? We have Salisbury Bank to thank Third Eye Associates, Hunt and Harvest Caterers, and the Rotary Clubs of Brewster, Carmel, Goshen, Highland, Hyde Park, Kingston, Liberty Millbrook, Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York. Our thanks also to Rotary International staff members Vivian Fiore, Claudia Bruna, and Kim Widlicki for helping us arrange today's interview. For my co-host Kathy Kruger and our production director Randy Turner. This is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotaryNow.org.